0: It is Thursday, July 2nd, 2020, and this is episode 28 of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show Short Episode Edition. Welcome back to episode 28 the sports podcast from radio show short episode Edition on a Thursday edition. A few weeks ago, the NFL Players Association, in conjunction with a handful of players made a video asking for an apology and an admittance of wrongdoing from the commissioner for making Colin Kaepernick out to be a bad guy. Colin Kaepernick had protested the national anthem by taking a knee, something that is now actually starting to spread throughout the world as a form of peaceful protest against police violence uh, and against racial injustice. And the NFL commissioner obliged and apologized and, and agreed to do better in the future. Well, now the NFL's back in the news, and one of the one of the reasons is indirectly related to this. And the other one is just kind of a broad thing, broad news item. So I'll start with the specific one and then I'll work to the broad one. Um, there have been a few teams in sports that have had issues with their names because they tend to be derogatory to Native American groups. Sometimes it's the sometimes it's the imagery that a team has for their mascot or their logo. And it's generally, specifically tends to be towards Native American groups. So, for example, in baseball, the image of the Cleveland Indians has been an issue in that it depicts a Native American in a way that is not very flattering. And there have been questions about whether or not the Atlanta Braves are allowed to use the word brave for their name, but... No team has had the criticism for their name like the Washington Redskins. Now, referring... I have to be careful with my words here. But referring to a Native American by a skin color is the same way that it is referring to someone of Asian descent by a skin color. Obviously, you can guess the name of the skin of the name of the color that is used to describe native american skin and it's often it, it, for a while it's not been it's not been deemed cool uh it's been deemed something that isn't right and good and needs to be changed but it hasn't been very it hasn't gotten very close to being changed the the noise at different times has has, has fluctuated in volume Uh, There have been protests at times outside of Redskins facilities by Native Americans who are upset. There have been petitions and there have been fans that have been upset, but it's never been taken very seriously. Uh, Until recently, and there's been a lot of changes recently that have occurred in our society. And a lot of it includes going back and saying, listen, we may have been okay with that, even though it was wrong before. We may have even let it slide. We may have said something and then decided we just weren't going to push the issue hard enough. A lot of that has changed, including the stuff around the NFL and and having to apologize for the Colin Kaepernick issue. There have been a lot of other sports that have had to make uh, agreements or agree to allowing some form of peaceful protest in a way they never have before. But this name for the Washington Redskins, the name Redskins, has been a a cloud that has hovered over the NFL for a very long time. And it's now coming around again. Uh, Most people probably expected that it would at some point, but it just so happens that the Redskins are owned by a guy named Daniel Snyder, who has been very stubborn on a number of things with the team, changing the name, being maybe at the top of the list. And there have been few times that there have been the possibility of making him change the name without the NFL commissioner getting involved and Roger Goodell has proven he doesn't really want to but we're entering a time in which public pressure is one way to maybe get him to do it but there's also some other ways the Washington Redskins are meant to play are meant to represent at least the city of Washington D.C. But they don't actually play in Washington, D.C. The national, the Washington Nationals do, and the Washington Wizards do, and the Washington Mystics do. But the Washington Redskins actually don't. They play in Maryland. They have a training facility in Virginia, and they represent the city of Washington, D.C. Um, obviously, with that area being so close together, Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., they and they not being able to use DC, they have to kind of pick and choose where they can play and get their facility and get the land to do things. Now, to make things even more complicated, usually a team will build a stadium. I guess there's two ways to build it. You can build it privately or you can have taxpayers fund part or all of it. But generally speaking, it's funded by, let's say taxpayers, and it sits on either a city or county land, Um, or I guess it could be owned by the actual owner of the team, but that's very rare. So the Redskins are a little bit different, because their stadium actually sits on federal land, and they kind of want a new stadium. And ironically, the city of Washington, D.C. has an interest in buying the land, where the with stadium sits on. It's called RFK, Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium. But the problem is that none of this will happen with the name Redskins. Now, the Redskins wanting a new stadium is not new. But they would like a new stadium. And in this era, with the empowerment that has now come around to people to right wrongs, they are facing some new scrutiny. Now, of course, this would be a lot simpler if it were not on public land, federally owned land, but it is. Um, also, Washington, D.C., who wants to buy this land, doesn't have a representative in Congress because they're not a state, and Congress would be the one to agree to sell the land. So it becomes this very complicated system of who's actually in charge, and um, and, and who's making the decisions, and who's calling for what between the federal government and Washington, D.C. The rep- the non-voting representative of D.C. can make requests and claims, but the voting body doesn't have to listen to her. Um, and in this case, she is a Democrat, and the committee is run by Democrats, and they happen to be on the same page. Her name is Eleanor Holmes, Holmes Norton. Also, ironically, the one of the people involved in this is the chair of the committee the house natural resources committee and it happens to be my congressman in tucson his name is raul grijalva so of course there's an arizona connection to everything but raul Grahalva basically said i'm not gonna we're not gonna deal with this at all we're not even going to take it up we're not going to think about it until we get a name change so dan snyder if you want a new stadium if you want dc to be able to buy this land Uh, If you want anything out of this governing body, you need to change the the name. You can leave everything the way it is and leave the stadium and keep your name. That's fine. But that's not how we're going to let anything move forward. So that's just one element to this. The other element to this, and maybe the part that will get the ball moving quicker, is news that came out just last night pretty late last night, actually, um, that 87 investment firms with a combined total of $620 billion between Nike, FedEx, who sponsors the field, and PepsiCo have asked, have written a letter asking that those three businesses threaten to pull ties with the Redskins. Now, the field, I believe, is is also known as FedEx field. So, FedEx obviously has some naming rights, and they have a lot of money involved. But this is going to be now something that has to be addressed. There's a lot of money in these companies, and it is no sweat off their back to say, hey, you need to do right by Native Americans. It's not... We've put up with this for way too long, and we were wrong to put up with it, but we're not going to put up with it anymore. So... Of course, the question will be what happens now, but if it it doesn't get changed, which I think it probably will, there would be also scrutiny for the NFL, because the NFL will be the one ultimately to allow this or not allow it. Even if Dan Snyder says no, the NFL can still make them change. These are 32 independent organizations that are not totally independent. They are 32 organizations that are tied by one governing body and by one leader, which is the NFL commissioner. The NFL commissioner represents the owners, just like the players have a rep, the owners have a rep. That's the commissioner. So this is all kind of breaking news, and and it's not good for the NFL. But it is news that is coming up, and it's hopefully going to start some meaningful discussion. uh, To threaten this kind of money is very serious. To threaten these businesses, Nike, FedEx, and PepsiCo, is very serious. And there may not be action taken in the next day, or two, or three, or even next week or two. Coronavirus is very real, and I'm going to get into that discussion with the NFL in a minute. But it's not going away. Sometimes this has been able to be dodged and avoided, and the distraction of the NFL season has been able to take these issues off the table. But just like we've seen the NBA make sure the NBA players make sure that their issues are not going away and even members of the MLB have tried to make sure these issues don't go away while they're playing this is going to happen with the NFL too so maybe I'm getting ahead of this maybe there will be more news maybe there won't maybe they'll just change it but keep this in mind going forward the other part to the NFL is a discussion that has come out it's actually two parts that will come out with the NFL and coronavirus. Um, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I've told my friends this. I fully expect the NFL season to be pushed back. I don't expect it to be canceled. I don't even expect it to be shortened. But I do expect it to push back. Normally, the NFL season starts the second week of September. Second weekend of September. It, I don't believe it will start the second weekend of September. So... In case you're wondering, normally, in a normal year, the way it works, let's start from the NFL draft. The NFL draft is usually the last weekend of April. Those players are drafted by mid-May to late May. They're starting um, mandatory workouts. They will have mandatory workouts for a period of time, usually like the the end of May and the beginning of June. And then there's mandatory mini-camps, which is mainly for... Kind of rookies and and other players. It's not mandatory for everyone. Then they have about a month off. And near the end of July is training camp. That's when everyone comes together and you start practicing for real. By the end of August, you've started by really the middle of August. Training camp usually starts mid-July. By the end of August, you're starting your preseason games. And then second week of September, football actually starts. To me, football is almost as close to a year-round sport as you can get in the sense that there's players involved in something al- almost the whole season. The Super Bowl ends in February. The offseason starts the first week of March. The draft is the last weekend of April. And from there, there's pretty much players working out from the end of April in a normal year. From the end of April through the season, there's players working out. So that would be a normal year. But this is not a normal year. Free agency happened on time. The NFL draft happened on time. When free agency was starting, that was when coronavirus was really kicking off at the beginning of March. But free agency wasn't an in-person thing. There were some issues with health assessments, but they were able to work that out. The NFL draft was not done in person. It was done uh, virtually. But again, the draft doesn't have to be done in person. NFL free agency and the draft can be done away. Obviously, they've canceled OTAs. Obviously, they've canceled mandatory mini camps. Um, so the question has been, what next? Well, the NFL announced yesterday, July first, that they were going to cancel two of the four weeks of the preseason. So normally there's a four week preseason. Now they're going to cancel two of those weeks. Now again, I think this will all get pushed back. But for now, they haven't. So everything's still planning to be on time, which would have the season again start in the beginning of September. Beginning of September. But for now, they've canceled two weeks, uh, citing coronavirus as the reason. They're trying to, to limit the exposure. By the way, they're also still planning on having training camps start, I think, pretty much on time, maybe back a week or two. But for now, that's what they're planning. They're also planning a move that is straight out of the Donald Trump playbook, which is a possible waiver system to allow people to attend games without keeping the NFL liable. So what do I mean? So before you could go to an NFL game, you would have to sign a waiver that says if I contract COVID-19 I cannot sue the NFL if you determine, I guess, if you determine that you got it at an NFL game or from going to an NFL game, you could not sue the NFL for putting you in danger and at risk of getting coronavirus. This would essentially halt any lawsuit and take away all liability from them. This is exactly what Donald Trump did two weeks ago when he hosted a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Anyone that wanted to attend the rally had to sign the waiver. Now, you might be saying, well, people are smarter than that. I mean, they won't actually sign it. Those were Trump supporters who were diehard and may not even be sure this virus exists anyway. That won't happen in the NFL. Well, I would ask you how many of those two groups cross over, because some do. But I would also tell you that some people are so starved for sports that just last week they were saying... They were cursing the name of Anthony Fauci, who was a leading health expert on this, Dr. Anthony Fauci, because Dr. Fauci talked about a bubble in the football realm, like the MLB or like the NBA is doing, like the MLB refuses to do. And that got him thrown out in the minds of NFL fans. People are so starved for sports, they're willing to give up anything, including their lives, to watch it. And that means in person also. I was texting with a friend today, who has season tickets, and he said that he would sign that waiver in a heartbeat and go to a game. Now there is a question of the this like the like the legality of this, whether or not it's even enforceable, and I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but it does raise the question of will it be done? Now, again, I think the overarching end result of this is going to be that you can't have NFL games for two reasons. One, I think this coronavirus will still be a problem nationwide. And two, I guess there's three reasons. Two, I think as of July 1st, we had more cases today than we have at any other time in this country. And I don't expect that to drop enough to start training camp, which would mean that players wouldn't be ready for the season when it's set to start anyway. And the third reason is uh, that some teams are going to want to have fans, and there's no way they will allow fans. So there's also that. The NFL will probably would, would rather probably push back and allow fans, and there's no way they're going to be able to have fans when they start. Why, might you say? Because states like California and New York, really New Jersey, because that's where the New York teams play, actually in New York too, because the Bills play there. I've made it very clear that they're not going to allow fans. And there's no way those teams will allow fans in other stadiums and give those teams a competitive advantage. There's no way the Dallas Cowboys can have fans and the Los Angeles Chargers can't because that would give an unfair advantage to the Cowboys when they have home games that the Chargers won't have or the Rams won't have. So for those three reasons, I don't think the NFL season will happen on time. I do think it will happen because I think the other parts to the season will have to be pushed back anyway. College football, if it even happens, will be pushed back. Because of that, the NFL draft will have to be pushed back. And so the NFL season will be pushed back. Now, they might shorten it and try to get it done later. They might shorten both seasons. But I think either way, any way you cut it, there's going to be a pushback to this season. Or I guess canceling. Anyway, you uh, you decide for yourself. Take this information as it comes. The NFL news will definitely continue to flow. And I will see you tomorrow on the World of Sports podcast radio show short episode edition.